0: Hello, and welcome to Just Needs, a podcast where we talk about parenting children with disabilities. I'm your host, Christina Kozik, and let me just say, I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is a project of Exceptional Lives, a nonprofit organization that supports families like yours. You can learn more about Exceptional Lives at our website, www.exceptionallives.org. It's back-to-school season, and many of us have been spending the last few weeks finding the right backpack, locating that missing lunchbox, and even buying supplies like pencils and tissue boxes for the classroom. Parents of students with disabilities are preparing in other ways, too. We've learned from experience how to keep the transition as positive as possible. We've been busy making social stories or creating transition charts or visual schedules, And we ease our anxiety by reminding ourselves and each other that with each year comes new experiences with new opportunities and new relationships, just like the one with their teacher. We also want the relationship between our kids and their teachers to be a positive one. One way to help get everyone started on the right foot is by introducing your child to their teacher by creating a Meet My Child document. The one I like because it's straightforward and focuses on six key areas of child development is the F-Words profile. Wait, wait, don't turn me off just yet. Hear me out. In 2011, Dr. Peter Rosenbaum and Dr. Jan Goiter published a paper entitled The F Words in Childhood Disability. I swear this is how we should think. I'll link their article in the show notes. Here's how the F words can help you put together this Meet Your Child letter. The F words are functioning. What can your child do? We spend so much time focused on what they can't do. This is where we talk about our kids' cool skills and talents. The second word is family. Who are the people who know your child best and who your child trusts? The third word is fitness. How does your child like to stay active physically and mentally? What does exercise or movement do for their brain and their mood? This is a great place to tell the teacher When my son is frustrated, he likes to jump on the mini trampoline we keep in the living room. The fourth word is fun. How does your child like to have fun? My son loves building with Legos and anything Minecraft. His teacher knows this and has Legos in the classroom that he gets to use during his break times. The fifth F word is friends. Who are your child's friends? Who are the people that make them laugh? Who are they comfortable with? Who do they spend time with on the weekends? And the last F word is future. What are your goals for your child's future independence and involvement in the community? For example, when my son was in pre-K, he struggled with regulating his emotions, especially when he was upset. I really wanted him to understand how his brain and body felt when he was upset and how to calm himself. So I discussed this with his teacher and we made a plan. While my son, now in third grade, still struggles with this, it's a lot better and he can recognize when he's getting upset and it can work on calming himself down. If this sounds like a profile you'd like to make for your child, check out the show notes for a free profile template. Julie, one of our team members, likes to also write a letter and send it to her child's teacher by email. I want to break down one letter that she wrote recently and I'll link the full letter in the show notes. She starts the letter by acknowledging the teacher is a professional working a very challenging job. I like the point that she's making here, and I think it's great to start with this acknowledgement. Next, she introduces herself as an involved parent who wants to be a partner. This is going to sound like, I'm updating my IEP binder, so you'll probably be hearing from me often. And I'm doing my best to prepare our home, our family, and my son for a new school year, but I'm a bit anxious about the start of a new year in a new classroom. Next, she introduces her son using the F words. Her letter says, by now you've likely seen the diagnosis and read the IEP, but I want to tell you more. I want to tell you that his hair is super short because he gave himself a haircut and we couldn't salvage the locks. I want to tell you why he did it, and how, proud of, and how proud we are of how he dealt with it. This is a part that focuses on functioning. And then she goes on to say, I want to tell you that there is nothing sweeter than the first good morning interactions with this loving child. It is helpful to know what he's eaten that day and how it could affect his behavior. I see changes based on how the morning went or his sleep or his brother's moods and how they impact him. Here, she's focusing on functioning, family, and fitness. All of these are interlinked and can affect her son's behavior. Next, Julie asks the teacher how she prefers to stay connected. This is also important because it lets the teacher know that you want to be kept in the loop of how things are going at school. Finally, she reminds the teacher that this is a partnership. She also acknowledges that the teacher has other students she has to get to know and offers her the efforts profile of her son. This part is really special because Julie is offering the teacher ways to learn more about her child, but also giving the teacher space to make her own impressions and observations. And that is valuable. Here's what she says. You and I are entering a partnership around a very important person, and we both want to be set up for success. Let's figure out a plan together. You have a lot of new students to meet. I can't expect to flood you with details and ask you to know my son as I do. You'll have your own impressions and perspective, and that is valuable. If you decide to write your own letter to your child's teacher this year, think about how you can use these F-words to help you create it, and let us know how it works for you. Thanks for joining me again this week. I hope this information is insightful and helpful. If you know someone who can relate, share this episode with them, and let's keep the conversation going on Facebook or Instagram at Exceptional Lives. Or you can drop me a line at podcast at exceptionallives.org. This podcast was written by Julie McIsaac, PhD, Learning and Mental Health Consultant, and presented by me, Christina Kozik, for Exceptional Lives. You can subscribe and follow the podcast at our website, www.exceptionallives.org forward slash Just Needs Podcast. Our website has blogs, guides, upcoming events, and a resource directory for Massachusetts and Louisiana. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening.